1: So the latest sparkling edition of the Thought Police, and the Thought Police is actually now cri- crazily going up the charts, even faster than it was before. Kevin O'Sullivan's here. Uh, I'm Mike Graham. Of course, it is the one and only place where you can find people talking like they talk in the fucking pub, right?
2: Yeah. Well, people accuse this uh, podcast of being full of gratuitous fucking swearing, uh, swearing, and I don't fucking know what it means. You know? I don't know what it means fucking... either. What, what does gratuitous swearing mean?
1: I mean... Oh, so what are the fucking rules on swearing, by the way? We're not allowed to swear on the radio, right? Yeah. If somebody swears on the radio, you have to dump it. However, you can swear on some radio. If you swear on the BBC, for example, that's okay. That's absolutely fine. Nobody minds. You can say all sorts of words on Woman's Hour. You can say all sorts of words on a Radio 1 breakfast show. Um, You can say fuck, you can say cunt, and none of it gets
2: taken out. Guess why? Because it's the BBC. If anyone calls me a gratuitous swearer, I call them a cunt.
1: Exactly right. Fuck them. Anyway, listen, we've got some good news this week, because finally Boris Johnson's found his balls, and he's decided that he's actually going to lift all the restrictions, including
2: no more masks. Well, as I say, uh, Bojo's got his mojo back. Uh, We've had our extreme doubts about this guy uh, throughout the coronavirus crisis because, frankly, he has been a quivering little mouse. But he's finally seen sense and said, I've got to give this country back its freedom. Uh, At last, to be fair to him, I thought this guy's no libertarian, but he's just proved that deep down within him, within his quivering soul there is still a libertarian at heart and he wants us to be free again Uh, and that fucking idiot Keir Starmer says it's reckless what is wrong with that bloke? I mean this is a guy who can't literally get anything right he got it fucking
1: wrong when he went up to the Batley by-election that they won, uh, which they didn't really win at all. I mean, if that was actually in the parlance of an election night, it was a Labour hold. Yeah. And only fucking just, by the way, yeah. by the skin of their fucking teeth, right? And here's a guy now who claims that, oh, they fought on this really, really great um, sort of, Fuck you know, off. vision of hope, uh, vision of fucking freedom, oh, vision yeah, of, you know, equality, all of this. Absolutely. nothing. Well, so, so I'll tell
2: you what the fucking ticket that, that, that Kim Leadbeater... To fought on, that was avoiding the central issue of Batley and Spen, and that is the scandal of that teacher, who four months after uh, inciting the hatred of the local Muslim Well, supposedly, mob, is allegedly inciting
1: the hatred. Well, you know... It did not take much,
2: does it? Well, they were they were all demonstrating outside the, the uh, gates of the school, because of course he uh, offended the Prophet Muhammad, according to them. Uh, but the point is he didn't do anything wrong, he didn't break any laws, and he's still in hiding, fearing for his life with his wife and kids. And what did Kim to say about him throughout her campaign. Fuck all. Yeah, right. Uh, and uh, if she's going to say fuck all now she's an MP, mm. now she's his MP, then she's more of a disgrace than I already thought she was. Well,
1: it's a dangerous subject for them, isn't it? Because they can't get involved in it. This is why the Labour Party... scared of La- the The Labour Party yeah. has been tearing itself apart because you cannot put together in the same party... You know, hardline Muslims who believe that homosexuality is not only wrong, but it's a fucking sin, right? Mm. You can't put them together uh, with a candidate who happens to be uh, quite openly gay mm. and also um, who supports gay rights because the two shall never meet. And so, therefore, she cannot upset the Muslim community, mm. but she's quite happy to upset. Uh, the guy who is actually in fear of his bloody life hiding somewhere so that they they can't behead him.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know... What the fuck is that all about? I don't condone the way she was treated for her sexuality. That's very wrong as well. Uh, But I do think that all the candidates there might have had the guts to address uh, one of the most important issues affecting the constituency of Batley Batley and Spen. And none of them fucking did. By the way, have you ever heard of of Batley and Spen? I mean, you know, obviously we all knew the terrible Sounds like bad solicitors. I know. I mean, we obviously Heard the story so, so. Of,
1: of Joe Cox, but you never sort of associated it with any particular constituency, even though you probably should. But I've got some good news for you, yeah. um, because before we get all sort of um, you know sort of rose-tinted and, and and dewy-eyed about Boris Johnson and his brilliant new cabinet, uh. right? There is still such a man as Gavin Williamson. Ah, Gavin Williamson, who is, of course, the Secretary of State, uh, or the Education Secretary, I should say, he's come out today and said they're going to scrap the school bubble system, right? So it means that if you are uh, in school and somebody that you know tests positive, you will not have to self-isolate unless you have also yourself tested positive. Great idea but do you know when it's going to start happening August the 16th August the fucking 16th same as the uh, double jab now system, call yeah. me old fashioned but I would have expected the education secretary to know when the fucking school holidays start
2: yes exactly which is exactly about two right. weeks from what now what is the point of that they won't be at school no. you stupid cunt. I mean
1: what the fuck is he thinking <laughs> fuck's August sake August the
2: 16 that guy's just it's got now, shit for brains it, it's now
1: they need it they're only in school for another two fucking fuck's weeks in fact sake. some of my friends fuck's kids sake. some of my friends kids who go to private school are already out
2: Yeah, they've broken up for the summer the Scottish schools they've broken for the summer but it also goes hand in hand with the fact that uh, Sajid Javid has basically said uh, no kids will have to quarantine at all no in other words that feeds into the fact uh, that they never needed really to be vaccinated and they don't need to self quarantine they didn't need to before hand and they don 't need to now why did they have to do it in the first place it's fucking mad well, it makes
1: no sense i 'm still absolutely puzzled because right now at this very moment in time there are somewhere between four hundred and five hundred thousand kids uh, four hundred thousand five hundred thousand kids uh, being sent home to self-isolate entire schools are shut down right and yet they 've only had a minority tiny number of positive cases which yes. does not mean anything
2: other than a positive <laughs> test which might actually not be right anyway so this the madness of this absolute insanity that's mm. been going on. You know, one kid tests positive or ca- came into contact with someone who had tested positive and a school of 500 has to go home. Uh, this will continue yeah. till the end of term, well, which is yeah. a long way before August the fucking 16th. Which will fuck up a lot of people's situations because
1: if one of your kids has to stay at home, and then we also know that it's rubbish anyway because I've had loads of calls from people who've said, well, one of my kids has been told to self-isolate, but the other one's still going to the same school and they share a room. and you're going.
2: Well, how does that I work know, then? I know, it's fucking mad. Uh...
1: And very rarely do you hear a story of a kid who's contacted um, by a kid who had COVID who was even ill. You know, I mean, it's a very weird disease. We do know that some people, we were talking to somebody in the office just a minute ago, you know, some people get it and they're really, really ill with it. Some people get it and they're not ill at all. Other people get it and they die. I mean, it's very strange, isn't it?
2: Except that now you can pretty much say uh, you either get slightly ill or actually you might even have it and you don't get any symptoms at all or you get slightly ill or you get quite badly Mm. ill. But what we can now extract from the uh, equation essentially is that you die. The vaccine seen means that people won't die from it. So we are still contemplating shutting down the economy, well, you've got to be pretty sending unlucky. kids home.
1: You've got to be pretty unlucky, well, of course, it's, if you it's die. Basically,
2: it's non-fatal now yeah. in this country. And and yet we're treating it as if it's the bubonic plague. Mm. Uh, we don't shut down the economy for people who get colds or for people who get the yeah. flu. And why are we doing it for COVID anymore? Why have we got track and trace? What's the fucking NHS app for anymore? Well,
1: I mean, I'm beginning to think that that was an entire fucking in, uh, it's a sort of construct construct to make matt hancock and his mates very fucking wealthy because it never works it never yeah. fucking yeah. It, it was never properly put into place the nhs are now telling people to stop using it because they're all getting pinged all over the place and told to fucking self-isolate well, 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 instead well, of coming
2: to work well why don't they just uh, shut it down well they should so, because so they're still
1: going through this pretense, aren't they?
2: So they, they can't tell bolognes. people to stop using it if they don't shut it down. Mm. People will just leave it on their phones and they'll get pinged. Mm. So either the NHS shut this infernal gizmo down or this madness is going yeah. to just continue. Do you know how many people are getting pinged into self-isolation every day? No. A million. Really? A million a day. Are you joking? It's fucking insanity. That is insanity. And that's why uh, people at the top of the government are now saying, hang on a second, this is worse in than the lockdown yeah. we're killing our economy but, you know the fucking thing is if why Mi- is it
1: still there if you're michael gove of course you can take part in a uh, trial situation where you just test a pilot scheme. every day pilots i've never heard it called that before yeah uh, but apparently he's back with his wife now oh no no he's no, not no no, no, no he's a, that was a pilot scheme. that was a pilot scheme. So it didn't, work uh, didn't work out it work out so he decided not to go for yeah, the whole yeah, series that with it on the vine no i mean it'd be interesting to see what old sarah vine has to say for herself in coming weeks because she didn't write a column this weekend yeah because it was all very carefully controlled, it seems to me, that they put out the story that Michael Gove um, there was no and his one else wife involved. Were basically separating, no one else involved. Usual stuff. But of course, that kind of story doesn't go away. I mean, you and I have worked on plenty of those where you get the whole situation and everybody sort of knows about it. There's a nod and a okay. wink. People go, well, maybe people will be satisfied with that version of events. But well, it's never saw, the case, is it? If
2: you saw the Daily Telegraph on Saturday, it was mm. a masterclass in how to tell a story yes. without telling a story. Right. And uh, what the Daily Telegraph said, and it's splash story. Said, you know, uh, the, the end of this marriage will cause concern at number 10 as to the nature of mr gove's domestic arrangements mm. over the past few months particularly during lockdown yes you know it will also cause concern as to whether or not uh he was living alone etc etc there's a lot of questions around that marriage split up and if uh, both uh, mr gove and ms vine and the government think that uh, a wall of silence will close down those questions they've got another fucking Well thing, that's they?
1: exactly right and they do tend to give you that impression that they like to think that things that people want to know they have no right to know. Boris famously claims he doesn't talk about his private life. But that's all very well. I'm afraid it's too you're... complicated. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Take too long. You know, he doesn't sorry. understand have it. All the of... we no. Boris. you've got a couple. How of many hours. kids have you got, yeah. Boris? How I the does... fuck should I he know? He doesn't fucking know. That's why I can't <laughs> tell anyone. No, but that's the thing. In the end, I don't really care about that shit. No, but no, what but I... I do care about is whether he's spending my fucking money uh, on things that he shouldn't be spending it on. Whether he's employing people that uh, happen to be friends of his or friends of Carrie's. Mm-hmm. What do you make of her fucking elephant thing, by the way? Well, She's I don't. Now... What's she airlifting elephants to Africa to
2: rewild them? Which I think is. It's a very uh, dubious process. Where's she going to find these animals? uh, I hope it works out because animals should be in the wild. And I don't understand why. So they can be poached. Well, well, they should be in the wild. That's where animals should be. Yeah, I know. But if the wild is too
1: dangerous, aren't they better off in a zoo?
2: Well, you know. I mean,
1: I'm not a big fan of zoos.
2: Well, ask. no, but you, you know, animals should be in the. F- I'm talking on a general basis. No, I get a- that. Animals should. But you so, know, as ha- as I animal do. lover. If she proclaims to be an animal lover, which she does obsessively, I find it very strange that an animal lover, a person interested in animal welfare, should be working for a fucking zoo. Well, zoos that's are true. not commensurate with animal welfare. And also, zoos send animals crazy. Yeah, that place
1: down in uh, in in uh, Kent or wherever it is. You know, the Aspinall place. Yes. Well, that's for. who she works. Yeah, for. I went there once, right? And you can go there and. You you can rent um, a fucking tree house for the night, yeah. and you can live in amongst the animals and all this. Yeah. And it's meant to be like an African safari. Yeah. We went to see the gorillas, right? Yeah. Unfortunately for us, and the kids were quite young at the time, we walked into the fucking... And the first, I don't know if you've ever been there, but you, you park your car, you cross the road, you walk down this long kind of game I'm plank, there, yeah. and you look into the first cage, right, yeah. which is quite big, uh, and there's a monkey in there masturbating. And I'm going... What a wanker. I know. I'm fucking going, Christ. And the kids are like about seven or yeah. ten or something. What well, did you going,
2: turn to the kids and say, wait till he's finished? Well, of course, everyone was watching, right? <laughs> everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen. Actually, you got me interested now. I think I will go down there. <laughs> I want to see the wanking monkey. The wanking monkey. I'm going,
1: what the fuck you <laughs> explain this? put it on the
2: fucking signs outside. Home of the wanking and monkey. And I'm actually thinking to myself... Well I hope he's just gonna stop because you
1: know <laughs> Well they I mean, do it at a certain time. No, I know, but what, <laughs> I, what i mean is I'm hoping he's not gonna just fucking carry on until you know <laughs> the point of no return. I'm thinking it's literally but the point, He's literally doing this.
2: <laughs> <sitting there.
1: laughs> you know. Oh god, yeah, for fuck's
2: sake. Anyway, yeah. so
1: we get past there,
2: right? What are you monkeys? Stop fucking <laughs> playing with yourself, I got my kids here. Yeah. What are you thinking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, a lady monkey. <laughs> so uh, we get
1: anyway, we get all the way round. To the place where the fucking gorillas are meant to be. Because the whole point of the place, yeah. apparently, uh, is that you see these amazing gorillas. And we get to the fucking gorilla cage, enclosure. which They're is not all... wanking
2: as well, are they? No,
1: but they weren't there. They were fucking gone. Yeah. Because apparently every so often they send them back to the wild yeah. um, to presumably retrain or something, I don't yeah. know. Um, but they never fucking told us that when we went in. And if I'd known there was no fucking gorillas and a wanking monkey, I don't think I'd given
2: them yeah, but the you, fucking money. I'm, not, I'm liking this idea. I don't like zoos, but I'm thinking we, we could open a zoo ourselves and base <laughs> it on wanking animals. All the animals are wanking. Well, or you know, all, so. all just shagging. Yeah, yeah. Well, I no, mean, wanking is better. Wanking is well, funny. they're in single cages, so they can't sink... <laughs> They can't shag through the bar- bars, so they, well, have to, be, so they have to look at each other and have a wank. It'd Come be on, very look. educational. Oh, that antelope's got a nice ass. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. I mean, you know, It's,
1: it's a wanking so, p- <laughs> it It's the sort of thing you'd find in Germany
2: yeah. or Holland. They're fucking oh, very yeah, they strange over there. They take it very there. seriously. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: Have you ever been to the sex museum in Amsterdam? No, I haven't. No. I mean, I've only been outside. it, I've never got inside. But people go there and it's like a fucking rite of passage. You go to the red light district, you look at all the girls in the windows and then you go to the sex museum. Yeah. They've got a very weird thing. I mean, you, you might say the Brits... You have a, bit, a wank. <laughs> well, presumably you can if you wish. or that You have to pay for that. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, the Germans and the Dutch have got this kind of slightly odd relationship yeah, with yeah, sex. No. I mean, I know people will say, well, the trouble with the Brits is we're all very repressed. Yeah. Well, we're not that repressed. I no, mean, no, I'm not no, fucking not, repressed. No. But they're quite weird about it.
2: Yeah, and they're always walking we around, just naked. Don't make a song and dance about it. And they're it? always walking around naked. The British have always been extremely sexually active and rather perverted. So yes, I think perversion's a specialty of England, you know they got about it? the Victorian to Puritanism bollocks. They were fucking shagging themselves stupid. Well, I
1: lot. do wonder whether this government is a bit like the fucking fall of Caligula's Rome, and then they're all at it. They're all Well, doing yeah, to, something go back, they to go back to go back to where
2: it. before we got diverted <laughs> by wanking zoos. Yes. Um... The question about Michael Gove uh, and his marital marital breakdown, yes, uh, it is surrounded by questions. Mm. Uh, that we don't know the answers to, but the question is, was he involved in a Hancock-esque situation yes. where COVID rules were being broken? Which, which the government have the more or, or less denied, haven't they? Uh, uh, well, I'm not sure the government has officially denied it. Uh, but anyway, those are the questions, and those are the questions we deserve being answered. And they've tried to sort of sweep this marriage breakup under the carpet, uh, but the questions uh, remain at fever pitch, so we yeah. are going to have to do something about it. You can't just deny, deny, deny your way out. No, also, situation. you can't run government by
1: just kind of censoring the news. Exactly like right. Because you don't fancy that. That's what that Boris big. thinks you can But do. that's what he thinks you can do. That well, I'm not going to answer that question. You go, oh, okay then, so... Um, you're really just going private life. Yeah, you know, it's a private matter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Matt Hancock tried that and he yeah. fucking learned a yeah, hard yeah, way. Yeah, 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 yeah. He tried it on the Friday exactly. and he said, I'm getting on with the job. And we were like, yeah, we know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what about the job? What yeah. about the actual job? you know. And then <laughs> he realised he couldn't do it. And it's amazing how badly
2: these politicians judgment is isn't it yes i mean that's you know when you have a breakdown of a relationship or you have an affair i mean that is a private matter but you do think about these some of these cabinet ministers come on you are a cabinet minister right so keep it in your pants for yeah, christ's sake be careful where Bro you up. do what you fucking Bro do up. and i think that's one of the problems with uh matt hancock uh, i mean he's only 42 years old mm. he's still a kid yeah i know
1: but he's got three other kids who are even younger than that, and that's even worse. But I saw Casey Perrier, you know, he used to work with Theresa May. There was a great line that she came out with in a piece she wrote for the Times. And she said it to me on the radio, where she went, You know, Theresa May hated this kind of thing, because Theresa May, for all of her faults, I think, obviously, is a very a model sort of of propriety. straight upstanding Mod- yeah, individual, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, absolutely. and a very clearly a, a proper politician who, yeah. was, who felt responsible for what she was doing, and she might have been boring as hell. Yeah. But. At one point, um, Casey said that they had a problem with the um, uh, the whip's office. They'd heard one of the backbenchers was keen on getting into hot tubs with a lot of young men. Uh, yeah, it. I read about this. And yeah. she said, uh, and Theresa May just said, well, um, couldn't he just stop doing yeah, Could that? you ask him not couldn't to do it? could he just this? not exactly.
2: do Exactly. And do his fucking job. Exactly. I mean, exactly. It doesn't seem I, I, and too remember much what ask, your job is. You remember what your job is. Mm. You know, uh, you know. Even I, and I'm sure you do. There are situations that I sometimes encounter, and I think it's best I don't get involved. Yeah. You know, mm. I don't want, I don't want to get involved in this because it's going to get me in trouble. Quite rightly so. Yeah. These fucking cabinet ministers, they don't seem to think twice. No, absolutely right. Not. All right. There's a bird. How oh, about that one? Away. Right. Yeah. Let's go. No problem. let my wife a, and let's bollocks to let's her kids. Let's take my mistress to the
1: G7 health summit in Oxford. What?
2: you know? You know, I said earlier that he's only forty-two. But, you know, you can have very mature 42s and you can have 42-year-olds who are pretty much just overgrown teenagers. But do you not think it partly... He's an <laughs> overgrown teenager. Yeah, he is.
1: And do you think it's partly as well the case that they've come out of sort of university, they've gone into politics because yeah. they've become somebody's spad or they've become somebody's yeah. Yeah. assistant yeah, 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 and they yeah.
2: don't really know much about the real world? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, they're, they're cocooned from the realities of the real world. And, uh... and, they, and
1: I think Sarah Vine wrote a really interesting piece, actually, about how... Um, in the end, they can never really be married to ordinary women that they knew before they were famous, if you like, because basically they're used to saving the world now yeah. and they can't come home and they put the bins out. they see themselves
2: as masters of the universe. They're used to everyone looking up to them, admiring them wherever they go. They're very powerful people. Uh, their uh, word is uh, uh, obeyed everywhere they go and as Sarah Vine implied and then they come home and you have to tell them to put the bins out and they yeah. don't like it.
1: No, exactly right. Now let's talk a bit about the mask problem we now have in this country because ever since Boris admitted and uh, uh, and did the right thing, as we say, to uh, to open up the country and it's all going to happen on July the 19th. We've had this ridiculous kind of cavalcade of lefties calling us all fucking irresponsible, doing what Keir Starmer said we should do, which is to say we shouldn't be taking the mask off. It's reckless. reckless I mean, reckless. I'm looking at Twitter right now and all these FBPE types uh, basically declaring that we can't possibly be personally responsible. We'll ruin the fucking planet. We'll kill everybody because we are all rabid right-wing maniacs.
2: I, th- what I, I don't, mean, do fuck off. i tell you what I don't understand. Uh, well, I've got a theory, uh, but it is this. You know why is it that right wingers don't want to uh, wear masks and want their freedom back but left wing people labor voters want to carry on wearing mm. their masks forever and don't ever want their freedom back Allah a- Kia Starmer, this is reckless mm. we should carry on wearing masks, Sadiq Khan wear masks, yeah. and all this is so wearing a mask has become a kind of a symbol of socialist compliance, and do you know what What I think it is, is that these lefties, uh, by definition they like lots and lots of government, they like mother state looking after the yes. children of the nation Why is that though? Uh, well, that, because like that, because that, that's left wingism they like big government, mm. right wingers like small government, they don't want the government government involved in every aspect of your fucking life whereas you know labor they want to be in but they want rules regulations to regulate everyone so for them uh the covid crisis was a, a kind of left-wing paradise because yes. there were so many rules and regulations and you couldn't even fuck your girlfriend or right. your boyfriend by covid law unless you're this in the cabinet yeah. <laughs> yeah obviously yeah do you know what i mean yeah no but this is the problem but what i, what I fail to
1: see is the kind of connection which now we can make between all sorts of things. Like, if you voted for Brexit, there's a pretty strong likelihood that you weren't for the lockdown, right? Mm. If you voted for... If you weren't yeah, that keen on yeah. lockdown, you're now quite keen on not taking... Uh, not wearing a fucking mask, right? Yeah. But all of these same people are, saying, making all the same arguments yeah. again. So that if you, vid- if you voted to leave the European Union, you're more than likely to think you're cleverer than the people who voted to stay in it. And therefore, they will say, well, of course, in that case, um, you are probably against the lockdown, which saves lives. And now these are the same people who are saying you should keep your mask on.
2: Yeah, fuck off! Yeah, fuck, fuck you. And you can wear your bloody mask if you want, but we're not going to. But it is a strange divide. It is the new Brexit remain debate. Mm. is wear a mask, don't wear a mask. You know, and as I say, it's all to do with the fact that lefties love the government being in charge. Yeah. They love the state being the most powerful thing uh, in the country. In other words, uh, right-wingers, they, they believe in the power of the individual. Yeah and that the individual's rights should I'm trump I'm not even sure you're right-wing to think that, do you? Well, it's not I surely no, that's sensible no, I, think, I think I mean what
1: sensible fucking individual would like to no, be told no, 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 what no. to Left-wingers do? no,
2: wingers don't believe in that, they believe in the power of the state. Mm. Uh, that's the whole point. whole point of communism and Marxism yeah. is the state is in charge. Mm. Uh, and the COVID and you crisis... you do as you're told. The COVID, COVID crisis brought us right into Marxist communist territory, yeah. where the state was in control of every aspect of our life. I had that uh, Sir Graham Brady on my show oh, last yeah. night, and, uh, you know, chairman of the 1922 committee. A bit of a hero, I always thought. Yeah. Uh, fought for the freedom of the people, didn't believe in lockdowns. And he actually said, he said, what well, I said, we certainly got into some strange areas. He said, yes, we did. He said uh, one of the th- i said what will you be telling the prime minister he said well one of the things i'm going to urge him is of course i don't think we should ever lock down again but uh, what we really must never do is get involved in legislation that bans people from having relationships with other people mm. or hugging their mother or yeah, their father right. or their wife he said we must never go there no, again
1: absolutely not because that was the, in the end what did for an awful lot of people i mean you and i are quite fortunate in as much as you know nobody wants to hug us yeah. um, nobody <laughs> wants to hug us one but also two you know, we've got we've got jobs that we could continue to do. I mean, I can't even imagine what it must be like for someone and we had somebody again on the show a few weeks ago who's been on furlough for the whole fucking time where you've basically had nothing to do I mean, you know, it's nice to be on holiday for a couple of weeks, but not for fucking 16 months where um, you've basically not been able to do anything.
2: Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. and uh, those kind of people, uh, come September when the furlough scheme ends, are going to be fucking lucky to get their jobs back. Well, because, they are. Because the companies who worked they work for will have worked out, uh, well, they haven't been in for 16 months. Maybe we can get by without yeah. them. <laughs> well, I mean, I
1: was talking to somebody the other day who was saying an awful lot of people who are sort of like executive assistants to top um, bosses in big companies are all getting made redundant now because everyone's worked out that when you were working from home, actually everything was being done on email. Yeah. And actually, yeah. the boss didn't need you any longer to take dictation, mm-hmm. to take a letter. Yeah. Nobody
2: does that anymore. You just send the fucking email. Uh, and here's a prediction. I think there's going to be a lot of trouble in the future because another thing that's happened over the lockdown and millions of people being on furlough mm. is they've kind of got used to this. Yeah. And for not doing anything, they've been getting 80% of their salary. Yeah. And now we're coming to the end of the furlough scheme. They're all going... Do you know what? I'm I'm reassessing my life. Yes. I don't think I need. I like need, a bit of a work-life balance. That. I, you know, I'm not going to do that job. I mean, what the hell? Why do I put myself yeah. through the hell of my job? I'm quitting. Well, now you haven't got a job. Yeah, good. And uh, you see, see the, how you like that. You see the shit coming down. There's also, the it's one that, thing.
1: It's one thing to be uh, in yeah. some ways on furlough, but it's a different thing to be unemployed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because guess what? When you're unemployed, and I know this having been unemployed, uh, it's quite hard to get another job. It's much easier to get a job when you're fucking employed. Yeah. When Uh, somebody's actually paying you to do something and you go oh, do you know what? He's got a good job. Why don't yeah. we fucking
2: hire him? Yeah, but fu- when he have
1: not got a job, they go,
2: well, he's fucking out of work, so he must be shit. Yeah, well, furlough uh, has made people realise or made people uh, assume that jobs aren't that important. Well, you, you actually need a job. Most people need jobs uh, to get money. Yeah. Uh, and when the government isn't paying you 80% of your salary, good luck with people that. People will forget. That actually,
1: they've been given massive amounts of fucking handouts. I think today I saw that uh, that old um, Rishi Sunak's going to have to raise some ludicrous amount of money to pay for all this shit. Because as much as I've always said,
2: it's such sixty-six a, billion it's they've such, spent on the furlough. It's such it's a big amount. Billion. Yeah, it's such a
1: big amount of money. You can't really even envisage yeah. not, you know, like losing it. But it's going to be fucking. It's going to be a big fucking shock to an awful lot of people when they suddenly wake up in the morning and either go, well, now I haven't got a job, or two, I have to now go back and do a job because I want to see London back to normal. I yeah. want to see the cities full of people again. I want to see tourists. I want to see people in offices. You know, fuck all this working from home. If you want to do it and your company agrees that you can do it from home, that's fine, but you shouldn't be
2: exclusively working from home. That's not the way society works. Yeah, work-life balance. A fucking SEAL could work out well. work-life <laughs> balance. Yeah, oh, fuck no. off. Hey, yeah, about Go to same. work and then see your family. Yeah. It's not that difficult. Yeah. Make some nice money. Really <laughs> help me work out my work-life balance.
1: Fuck off, you Yeah, kid. really. Bollocks. Absolute shite. Now, uh, what about the Lambda variant? They've now found the Oh, yeah, the, the, the new variant. variant. Hey! Yeah. Uh, the World Health Organization have found it. They've spotted it in 31 countries. Apparently, Australia is... The latest nations.
2: Oh yeah, it, right? so they'll lock down so every kangaroo. They've never town, let really? any
1: fucker come there for fucking about a year. Yeah. Have still now got variants coming into the country and infecting everybody. In New Zealand the same. I'm sick to death of that fucking woman in New Zealand, Oh, Jacinda whatever. Ahern, right? Ahern, uh, who is not, it turns out, the fucking answer to the world's She's problems. Got a lot after of teeth. All. She has got a lot of teeth. I'm not sure all of them are hers. Yeah, well, I don't know, know how she gets them all into her mouth. Horse. I mean, they all stick out, don't hey? they? Yeah. Well, it's not a nice it's thing, a, is it? It looks like a horse, yeah. Yeah, it's not a good thing. No. So what about the football? Because we're going to come to the end of this pretty soon. Uh, now, as you listen to this, it will be probably
2: um, the day... Uh, by the way... It you will know, be you, the day of the England game, won't it? Do, do, do you, know, um, uh, you know, on uh, the sat-limit, the Ukraine match... So uh, I had a pre-existing dinner date with. Uh, it was a sort of semi-business m- meeting With a couple of blokes oh, yeah. And uh, so uh, we were, me and Henrietta Some weeks ago Were invited to this very nice Private members club In very the nice. middle of the West End And uh, so Henrietta's, like, dancing up and down on Saturday. She's going, ha, 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 you won't be able to watch the football. And I thought, I can't really get out of this dinner, so I fucking won't be able to watch the fucking football. That's annoying. And I was furious. Anyway, so we got to this club where we were ushered into this fantastic, uh, our own room with this massive table with all these fantastic food, champagne everywhere. About four wait- waitresses serving us. Henrietta looks at that and goes, Ah, that looks fantastic. Oh, yeah. And I said, I'll tell you what looks better is that fucking great telly on the wall with the football on. It. <laughs> and and geez, so they had it on. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. yeah,
1: well, I mean, I was great on Saturday because my friends came around for dinner on um, Friday. So yeah. we watched the Friday game yeah, 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 a yeah. bit. Um, and uh, the problem I've got uh, tonight, I'm going out. For dinner, But I'm going to an Italian restaurant, so I'm sort of hoping that... That'll be
2: on. on. If there's no bloody television in there, I will be not very happy. Anyway, I mean, you know, you can't uh, revolve your entire life around all the matches. It's tomorrow's match that counts, so enjoy the match because I'll be on the radio. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, I mean, there's a
1: lot of people that won't be keen to follow it. You'll get plenty of Scottish uh, viewers checking you out Uh and plenty of Welsh as well. Well, the last show
2: I did, uh, I did a show when uh, England... Uh, sorry, Wales and Scotland were both playing. So I thought that would be pretty bad for listeners. So I put yeah. out a shout out and just said, who hates football? Give us a ring. Fucking switchboard leader. Because <laughs> a lot of people hate the Euros, there including are. my wife. Yeah, indeed. Now, we should finish up with a couple of messages
1: because, as you know, ah. uh, it's become quite popular to ask to be told by you, particularly, yeah. to fuck right off, OK? Yeah. <laughs> so we've got a few today. Okay. And I don't know whether we should do a couple. We'll do a couple next week yeah. and do a couple this week. Okay. So first one, this is from Daniel. Um, oh, that cunt. Daniel says, no, He's he wants you to call somebody else a cunt. OK, oh, uh, hello, sorry, Daniel. Guys. So Daniel <laughs> says, hello, guys. Can you please tell my boss, Simon Harris, to fuck off? He's not a bad guy, just a fan of the podcast.
2: So, Simon Harris is a complete cunt. Don't <laughs>
1: fuck yourself,
2: Harris. <laughs> fuck off.
1: Yeah, exactly. Fuck you. Now, here's another one. Uh, here's one from, this is from Leighton. Uh, he says, I love the show. By, by far the most informed and funniest podcast out there. Anyway, enough of the ass kissing. Can I get a Leighton, you're a wanker and a big fat twat? So go and fuck yourself uh, on the next show.
2: Uh, do we have Layton. to use those exact words well you could you don't Le- have to. so the guy's called Leighton Leighton he's a uh, wanker apparently he's a, he's a buzzard <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay Leighton tell you what go fuck yourself go fuck, yeah. take a flying fuck at the moon you're an absolute cunt yes <laughs> And we know you're a fucking twat as well because you've told us go, yeah. go fuck yourself. What kind of a fucking name is Leighton by the way? I
1: know. Fucking how about that? Lurian?
2: That's a, that's, a, that's a town in East London where everyone gets stabbed twice a day. <laughs>
1: it's still a very nice part of the world well listen um, you're not going to be around next week but there is going to be another podcast so there will be another podcast next week also we've got something very special coming up this week towards the end of it because we're going to be doing a pubcast yeah, a pubcast uh, on Thursday now we're not quite sure when that's going to be out but it will be out and you'll be able to watch it uh, as well as listening to it so in the meantime don't do anything fucking stupid
2: yeah fuck yourself <laughs> this
1: is the <laughs> thought police <laughs>
2: you know how many people are getting pinged into self-isolation every day? No. A million. Really? A million a day. Are you joking? It's fucking insanity. That is insanity. And that's why uh, people at the top of the government are now saying, hang on a second, this is worse than the lockdown. Yeah. We're killing our economy. we fucking thing is, Why Mi- is it
1: still there? If you're Michael Gove, of course, you can take part in a uh, trial situation where you just test a yourself pilot scheme. every day. pilots pilot scheme. I've never heard it called that before. Yeah. Uh, apparently he's back with his wife now. Oh, no, no, he's no, not. No, 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 no he he's a, that was a pilot scheme. A pilot's so it pilot's It didn't, uh, didn't work out. It didn't work out, yes. Yeah, so they decided not to go for yeah, the whole yeah, series. That withered on the vine. No. We went to see the gorillas, right? Yeah. Unfortunately for us, and the kids were quite young at the time, we walked into the fucking, and the first, I don't know if you've ever been there, but you, you park your car, you cross the road, you walk down this long kind of game plane, big. and you look into the first cage, right? Right. which is quite big, uh, and there's a monkey in there masturbating. <laughs> And I'm going... What a wanker. I know. I'm fucking going, Christ. And the kids are like about seven or
2: ten or something. What well, did you turn to the kids and say, wait till he's finished? Well, of course, everyone was watching, right? Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen. Actually, you got me interested now. I think I will go down there. I want to see the wanking monkey. The wanking monkey. I'm going, what the fuck
1: explain this? They put right? it on
2: the fucking signs outside. Home of the wanking and monkey. And I'm actually
1: thinking to myself, well, I hope he's just going to stop because, you know...
2: <laughs> well, they I mean, do at a certain time. No, I know, but what I, was, what
1: I mean is I'm hoping he's not going to just fucking carry on until, you know, the point of no return. I'm thinking this literally... But the point,
2: literally doing this. <laughs> sitting there. You know. you I'm going Oh, God, for fuck's sake. Anyway, yeah. shall we get past there, right? Oh, you monkey, stop fucking playing with yourself. I've got my kids here. Yeah. So they have to look at each other and have a wank. Come on, very look. educational. Sure, that antelope's got a nice ass. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs>